Good morning from Jeffrey's Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer. Uh, we've got a big collaboration out from research this morning, updating the consumer survey work about post-COVID attitudes. And then there's a specific report from Monday following up on the, some of those findings for the beverage sector. Uh, bottom line is, if total volumes end up 5% lower as a consequence of all of this, with a 15% shift from on-trade to off-trade somewhat sustainably, that could put your global value pool for beer down 10% and for spirits down 11%. I guess ABI is most impacted as the US on-trade is much more profitable uh, than off-trade for beer, and they have that higher weighting to the US versus peers. But then the risk-reward on spirits looks very unfavourable to us still, uh, given that valuations are extremely high and expectations still are for a very, very sharp recovery. That's it from me. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Today in research, we've conducted a survey of 1,500 UK consumers to find out what the new normal will look like. The survey highlights longer-term working pattern changes, and against this backdrop, we prefer National Express's diversified portfolio. We also continue to see an opportunity for a structural shift from car to bus. Elsewhere in research, we note improving trends for the recovery. Planet Fitness in the US is, is noting uh, recovering traffic. Macau gaming revenues came in better than expected yesterday. And in Japan, the department store's data, monthly data, um, outperformed with cosmetics, the best category. A quiet day elsewhere, but noting the stock 600 changes, Hugo Boss and Cineworld out, and Intercape reclassified as an industrial. Bon dia from industrials, this is Bruna. Risk it out with feedback from our trip last week. The general thought is that there is no expectation of a V-shaped recovery and see prolonged weakness in areas like auto and aero, while end markets like semiconductor and water treatment are bright spots. Even construction rebounded well. Most said that there's a big difference depending on the region. China's rebound in April and May did not match that of March. U.S. still a question mark for most corporates. Obviously, lots discussed on the cost side and how much profitability will be hit and for how long. The standout for me on that front was ASA saying they can get to margin target in six to nine months if demand ends up down 5% below pre-COVID. Sasha has a note out on Hella reiterating buy. With the trough potentially behind in a healthy balance sheet, we see Hella well positioned to capture more market share in the recovery. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Another day looking at iron ore for me today. That's because the futures are still holding up over 105 bucks a ton. Uh, that is some way ahead of our updated forecast, which now are nearer 85 bucks a ton. So still some meaningful mark-to-market upside around some of those iron ore plays, uh, particularly Rio Tinto, which at spot is something like an 11% free cash flow yield, around an 8% dividend yield, and frankly one of the most compelling opportunities I can find anywhere in the resources space. On the research front, we've a note out on Metal today, looking at the derating of that stock versus the SXPP for the last few years, and frankly, some of the numbers in there are quite astounding, even if I would attribute a lot of that derating to uh, the straight mark-to-market earnings uh, downgrades. Also, just worth noting, in Petrofact, Mark Wilson has taken some big haircuts to his numbers. We're now 40% below the consensus. Good morning, it's William Bevington, Jeffries, TMT Special Sales. First thing this morning, Eurostock 600 has announced as of June 22nd, Utelsat will be removed from their index. Next thing, on the back of a Jeffries uh, across all sectors, consumer survey in the UK, we're focusing on video gaming stocks this morning. So the consumer behaviour trends we've seen in the last few months are probably mirrored across many Western European markets, globally I'd say. 
during lockdown, clearly more are playing video games, to a lesser extent actually paying for those games. Um, but also players are becoming more sticky overall and there's been a clear trend towards digital acceleration. Interestingly, players are ambivalent at this stage as to whether they're playing more uh, after COVID versus before, but the key spending demographics we've seen, which have started to grow, we believe will continue to grow. This is supportive of a recent report we've also done where we deconstruct where the valuations of video gaming stocks are now implying in terms of consumer demand, etc., etc. Um, so we remain positive on the sector. The four stocks specifically mentioned. Good morning from healthcare. Relatively quiet day yesterday. A rough day for the markets uh, in healthcare, given the big blow up uh, in Pfizer. Uh, we have MediClinic results that have just hit the tape, so we can't comment uh, on that, although the preliminary results had already been pre-announced. Uh, and of course, the bigger news for us is uh, our All Singing, All Dancing Healthcare Conference kicks off in US Times today, running for the next three years. Nine tracks, 500 companies. We'll try and provide as much feedback on all of that as we possibly can. If you need anything from us with regards to the conference, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you. Good morning from Financials, Tuesday 2nd of June. Focus on intermediate capital numbers are due this Thursday morning. The shares have actually uh, staged a significant snap back uh, from the market lows in April. Stocks more than doubled up towards the £13 level, but still somewhere below our revised price target is below the £16. The key for this uh, Thursday's results will be on the dividend, where we expect uh, the group to uh, announce uh, a full year dividend and that could be up to 50p per share. This is predominantly paid out of fund management company profits. The part of the business that drives the real value in this group, the part of the business that should show earnings that are relatively unaffected by recent events is the in investment company that will take uh, the performance hits up to end of March. But again, those hits will have uh, reversed as the market prices have recovered. We also look towards commentary on current fundraising environment, which has looked very super hot at Peer Group. That's Intermediate Capital Thursday.